Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hey there. This week, I have a really simple and actionable tip for you that I was reminded of recently in my life. But before I get into that, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about this pleasure architect thing that I'm creating. And I want you to know about it for two reasons. The first is that you definitely could use a free play preview that I'm offering. And the second is because I'm hoping that it can be an example for you to create something of your own. That sounds maybe totally ridiculous or you think you can't really do. And I think what's really powerful for our brains is when we see examples of people doing things that even are tangentially related to something that we may want to create in our lives, it gives us even more evidence that it can be possible for us. So I'll give you a brief history that I've talked about a lot on this podcast, but essentially um, about two and a half years ago, I realized I wasn't having enough fun. I was in a coaching program where I got to meet virtually and speak to virtually Jill Bolte-Taylor, who has an incredible TED Talk and she is a neuroscientist who had a stroke involving the left hemisphere of her brain. And during that time, she talks about how the right hemisphere of her brain took over and how much that has changed her life. So in talking to her, it was such a wonderful experience because she's such a free spirit and so relaxed and just really a beautiful soul. And the advice she gave me at that time when I was planning my first adventure retreat for physicians was just make it fun, meaning make it fun for me. And it had never really occurred to me before that time to do things just because they're fun. And I think that our training and our society kind of teaches us to not do that. And that if things are fun, then maybe they're not worth doing or they're not of any value. So over the last two and a half years, I've really kind of been consciously making an effort to unlearn that and actually paying a lot of attention to the things that actually bring me joy and are fun and easy for me and doing more of those things. And what that has evolved into is me really learning more about who I am in the last year than I have in all of the years prior. So that led me to this new thing that I'm creating, this new, this pivot, I guess. Uh, I think many of you know I'm, I'm a physician coach and that's something that I really do enjoy. But I knew that I wanted to get play involved in my life, me personally playing more, but also sharing the message of the importance of play with others. So I asked myself questions like, what would be fun to create? What could I be silly about creating? What could share the message of play with others in a playful way. So I really incorporated play into all of my questions for my brain, instead of asking myself questions like, what would be the easiest or what what do people want? Or what can I charge for things like that, that sometimes entrepreneurial coaches advise you to. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I just think for me, this pivot, it's been really, really important to follow the play because that just is what speaks to my, my soul. So Essentially, what I came up with is this pleasure architect, which is something that I totally made up, but I'm really liking it a lot. I'm kind of playing with the name, but essentially what I'll be doing is taking all of the roadblocks out of fun for adults, meaning adults who know that they need more fun and adventure in their life 
oftentimes what the argument is against it is I don't have time to plan it. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to seem unprofessional, all of these things. And with how busy our lives are, we don't really have time when we have arguments like that to overcome them unless we really put a lot of effort into it. And most of us are just too tired to do that. So essentially what a pleasure architect is, is someone who takes what you need and what your struggles are and what you want in your life when it comes to play and then plan plans, builds and executes a play program for you. Meaning all of the things are planned in times that you previously had determined you were available. It's local for you. It involves travel or not, depending on what you want for you and up to three guests. So it makes me giddy to even think about this because essentially what I get to do is research, plan things that are fun, which is actually something that I'm really, really good at and organize them, which is something else that I'm really, really good at in an efficient way. So it's basically all of the things that are my skills, my natural abilities and packaging all in and all into a playful program for adults. And then they get to experience the fun of it. And the reason why this is such a big deal and why I think everyone needs it is because when we play more, and as if you've listened to my other podcast, you know this, but it's a really good exercise for the right hemisphere of your brain. Like any artistic ability or meditation or anything like that, but it it's one that really feels good. So if you are playing on a regular basis, then what that means is that you're automatically increasing your creativity, your innovation, you're decreasing your self-doubt, you're decreasing your self-loathing, you're decreasing imposter syndrome, and how that, that spills over into your life so that when you're at work or when you're in relationships, you remember what it feels like to be led by your right hemisphere. And the more that you do that, the more fulfilled and happy you become. So anyway, that's what I'm doing right now. And how you can get involved with this is you can get a a free preview of this program, meaning I will give you three specific and local ideas based on what you need and what your desires are. If you just fill out the information sheet that I'll leave the link for in the show notes today. So check that out, consciousandmedicine.com forward slash pleasure. And I would look forward to constructing a play program for you. Okay. The thing I wanted to share today is about being good enough. And I realized that this comes up a lot in my coaching sessions and for my patients and really for humans in general. And I realized I almost had forgotten something that I had consciously made an effort to do maybe two or three years ago now. And it was to make the decision one day. I just decided that today I will decide that I did a good enough job no matter what happens. And essentially, my brain was already doing the opposite. My brain prior to this decision was already deciding that I was not doing a good enough job right? Because of the imposter syndrome and self-doubt. So every day my brain was just telling me I didn't do a good enough job. And then with that statement, I would go and look for evidence to prove that to be right. You know, that maybe how, if, if I was impatient with someone or if I was running behind or if I didn't get to my tasks or whatever ridiculousness that my brain would come up with. But essentially all I was doing was proving that statement right. So I just decided that 
to experiment with what it would look like for me if I made the decision instead to just make the statement that every day I did a good enough job. So at first, my brain didn't really want to go there. Like it was like, well, how do you really know that you did a good enough job, right? I was seeking that external validation. But luckily, at this point, I was aware of the lack of actual necessity of external validation. And I was able to give that validation to myself. But over time, it actually got really easy to provide examples for me doing a good enough job. And that's because I would start with the very basics, right? Like I did a good enough job today because I got to work on time and I finished most of my notes on time. And when that one patient really needed me, I was really listening and paying attention and present with her and on and on it went. And in fact, the mere statement of good enough is actually pretty easy to prove because there's no real definition who says what's good enough and what isn't. It's not like you're saying I did a perfect job or an amazing job. So it actually really isn't that hard for your brain to offer you examples of when it was good enough for you. So this is a little hack that I used that even though it was simple, it was extremely useful for me to feel better about my day at the, when we got to the end of the day. So what it looked like is essentially I made the decision. I woke up every morning and just said, I will do a good enough job today. And at the end of the day on my drive home, or as I was going to sleep or whenever it made sense, the dialogue in my head was, I did a good enough job today. And if my brain was feeling doubtful, if I was feeling a lot of doubt about that, then I would simply just offer moments in time that were good enough. And that would usually suffice. And then every day, it just became my inner dialogue. And now it's just something that I know intuitively every day I do a good enough job. And there are certainly some days like yesterday when I was feeling, I was not feeling well, and I really just laid around all day. And I was found my brain really kind of being like, wow, you're such a waste. You know, you're so lazy and all these things. And in that moment, I had to remind myself, no, like I did a good enough job today with how I was feeling today. So I wanted to bring light to this technique because it's relatively simple and anyone can do it. And when we think about the definition of good enough, that's very elusive and who the heck even knows what it means. So I want you to try it out. And I would love to hear from you either on social media, you can find me at ChristineYatesTO on Instagram, or you can email me. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear about your story of being good enough. Have a great week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was 
really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out. (laughs) 